0: Oh bro, yes. Hell yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Dude.
1: Oh wait. I was just. I was just listening. To this. We're gonna get. It, this is gonna get demonetized. But.
0: <laughs> Dude. You know what's great about this? I'm recording, right? And so it's probably just going to record what I hear, and I couldn't hear that at all. So it was just you popping your head for a little bit. <laughs> What's up, guys? Um, oh, bro.
1: Okay. Well, this is – dude. Kevin, welcome to the first
0: Yankee Diddle football pod. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. We're here. I can't believe it either. Um, introduce yourself, Patrick. I feel like we should introduce ourselves. Patrick. Yeah. Was, okay. So – you, you go ahead. You, you're all right. oh, yeah, you go. Dude. oh, no, you're putting all that on me, bro. All right, so my name's Kevin. Uh, I'm a Liverpool fan um, from Chicago. Well, not really. I mean, Woodridge. <laughs> I'm from Illinois. You're from Chicago. Uh, that's about it, dude. Just a big Liverpool fan. Probably been following soccer for a couple of years. Haven't been following it enough to call it football regularly, but I think I'm getting there as time goes on. Um, but uh, Patrick. Tell them about you, dude. Who are you? Who am I? Um,
1: well, I'm Patrick. Uh, I'm an old, old friend of Kevin's, and I was played in the soccer. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, like,
0: wh- like way, way back, way back, way back. <laughs> Patrick your internet i can't even hear you why does it say that I'm... is it my internet oh my god what if it's my internet i'm going to feel so bad if it's my internet dude is it my internet oh my god no <laughs> go.
1: cool um i'm patrick kevin uh just recently got me into soccer during quarantine um, and he said it was like right when restart happened, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said, "Dude, you should be following Chelsea." I just knew. I just and knew. We are, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Here we are. He has a scarf over his mantle now. He has a he has a hat. He has a couple jerseys, dude, and that's all like three Ooh. months in. Right? Exactly. Insane. I'm in. Um, it's gonna
1: be like in a year, dude. Your place is gonna be blue. Dude, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid I'm going to, like, turn into, like, a trash football account.
0: <laughs> You're going you to your teeth, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I'll be a subscriber to, like, Football Against Terrorism or something.
0: Oh, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude, you'll use one of those weird apps where you can, like, comment underneath the game. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be doing, dude. I looked into that
0: for Sunday, honestly. What do you mean? You were just going to start commenting under games? Well, like, you can do that on the fifth center. Dude, do you know what's weird about it, though? And, and I mean this, and and I'm 100% honest. If you're, like, on there for a little bit, you'll see it. It always turns racist for some reason. Yes. Like, absolutely. And I don't understand why, dude. It's just, like, so it, – it's out of nowhere. It's literally just, like, yo, dude, Mosul is great. And then someone's just, like, but he's Egyptian. Like, what? Dude, <laughs> what? Egyptian? That's what you have a problem with? <sighs> <laughs> I don't get it. Well, think about who's doing it. Dude, I – I honestly don't – it's probably just, like, 13-year-olds, right?
1: Dude, I'm thinking, like, the people that are commenting on their games are, like, in their 30s living in their parents' flat. That's, like – Oh, maybe. That's what I see. Like, dude, I think, honestly – Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to go there.
0: Dude, you got to be young enough to, like, not have just basic cable because I think in, like, England especially, it's just on everywhere, right?
1: but dude you have like trolls on like facebook all the time that like you know i don't think you give old people enough credit like i think old football fans can absolutely <laughs> figure that shit out
0: you're right you're right you're right i need to be yeah i need to be nicer to old football fans
1: <laughs> you know uh, old football fans uh-huh we have lampard in the in the captain seat you're two. Year two man so you you saw a little bit of that bright performance right I did. I did. What were
0: your impressions? What do you think of
1: this new Chelsea squad?
0: Dude, okay, first of all, I, I don't think that this was a good, like, kind of summary for the new Chelsea squad at all. You know what I mean? I think, the first of all, it was watered down. Half the people were, like, either injured or just not playing. But, um, you know, they had the two big signings, Kai Havertz and Timo Werner, which, dude, I thought I thought Timo Werner was amazing. He was, a, he was a, like, working hard, you know what I mean? He was basically, like, almost box to box the guy was killing it he was going crazy you know and Kai Havertz um I think just kind of he was like a headless chicken to me but I think that's also just kind of what happens you know in like the first game and like he literally just joined Timo Werner I think was there for the whole summer right yeah he made it a point to come early he left mid-champions league oh right yeah yeah and yeah and then everyone said that he should have just stayed because yeah yeah, but like Timo Werner had that had that time. So I think that it's not fair to judge Kai Havertz. That being said, dude, I think the Twitter stuff about it is so funny. <laughs> and I enjoy True. it, dude. It's the best. True. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah, what, what do you what do you think as a Chelsea fan? What do you think?
1: So, like a couple of a couple of people like in, you know, that are football fans have brought up the point that Chelsea brought on so many players with such high expectations and even if three perform well, we're going to do better than last season.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's,
1: I think that's something I keep having to remind myself of because I, like, I was nervous when I saw Havertz kind of like absent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was nervous. And when Werner really couldn't, he had two close opportunities, but you know, the fact, he didn't score a goal in his in his first yeah. game, and in the friendly, I mean, in just seeing his finishing and how committed he was on the pitch, mm-hmm. I think that he would at least have a better shot on goal, right? Mm. So, so I'm a little nervous. Critical of Verner too. Yeah, well, the thing is, Werner, Someone, I a podcast that I listened to brought up a really good point, is that Verner did really well in the Bundesliga when he was playing a little to the right. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, a target man to play off of. Like Giroud. Like a Giroud kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: was he playing in a two? No, he, I think he was playing in a, as a... Oh, he had... um, What's his name? The, the guy, Sabitzer, right? Mm-hmm. He had Sabitzer with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he definitely, yeah. And
1: I think... You know they were pitching a lot of these long balls to him, and uh-huh. the first thing he said after the game was like, "I'm not used to these big defenders." Yeah. So I, you know, that's something he has to get used to. But like, his commitment—he's—he's he's going to perform well. He's committed. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, Chilwell knows the league. I think he's
0: going to fit in really well. Yeah. Zayage, I think he's going to be under the radar this season. Okay. well Wait. All right. So, so who are the signings that you think? okay let's rate them okay let's rank oh shit okay okay i'm talking i'm talking from who you think is going to be the best to who you think is going to be the worst like i'm talking like the people because i mean hopefully right they would all do well but you know that there's always going to be like some people that do like much better than other ones right like already we're seeing that with Havertz and Werner. so what do you think and i think there's what like six new signings right yeah, yeah. So, I'll start, like, do you want me – I'll start at the bottom.
1: Start at the bottom, yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think Thiago Silva will be a ghost on the pitch. Mm. Because of the language, for real. Oh, wow. Because Lampard brought up that, you know, he he doesn't know English that well, and he doesn't know the league that well. You mm-hmm. have to remember – he's like he's one of the best defenders in the world i just i don't see him like sticking out his neck that much for chelsea like i think he has an opportunity to do some like good that was a little racist
0: i might have backtracked <laughs> wait what do you mean no what do you mean yeah i don't know the language He might suck <laughs> no no that's not racist dude if i didn't know the language we wouldn't even have this right now we wouldn't even be zooming true you know what i'm saying yeah
1: I don't think he's going to be bad. I just don't think he is going to do as much as people are expecting him to do. All
0: right. I think he's going to work a lot behind the scenes. Let me let me give you some some thoughts on this. And so this is this is coming from someone that's also a Brazil fan, right? I've followed Brazil for like three World Cups now. Love them. Family super in Brazil as well. And this was even before that that loss to Germany. I think it was like seven two or something. So. <laughs> um, I've been a fan for a second. So, I've seen Thiago Silva play, and he's always the one that's, like, yelling, passionate, committed. And I generally don't think that players like that ever really do poorly. Okay. Sense? Like, I'm talking about, like, the ones that are, like, always there, literally the people, like, putting, sticking their neck out, like you said, for the club. And I see Thiago Silva being that person, literally the one to, like, take all the flag, he'll take the heat, whatever, like – He'll do what has to be done for the team, and you know what, there there were reports coming out of Cobham that he
1: was working his ass off mm-hmm. in training, and as dude. we know, that's how Frank decides the starting eleven. Yeah, is and that dude, that's why he, that's why he keeps putting in loftus cheek, yeah, because of his injury story and how hard he worked to get back to fitness. Yeah, but anyway, so
0: I well, also so think is a little bit better than Reuben loftus cheek. Well, <laughs>
1: Okay, so and then back to back to the new signings. Signing. Yeah, I think Tiago Silva will work a lot behind the scenes. I don't think he's going to have a lot of prominent airtime. Okay, but I still think he's going to do incredibly well. But I think a lot of his work will happen not necessarily in the spotlight.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. Zayich Wait, will- let's lay him out first. I feel like so we don't forget any. You know what I mean. Uh, because I know that if I was rating them, I would definitely be like, oh, dude, literally just Thiago and Diota." But then I would totally forget about Simikas who we just bought. So, all right. Sure. So, so you got – are we even, Are we counting Declan Rice? <laughs> Does he count yet? I feel like we might I, – Honestly, I think we should just get Declan
1: Rice when West Ham gets relegated.
0: True. I don't think you need him right now. I think eventually – it seems like Conte's kind of out the door anyway. So, like, when Conte leaves, dude, then you start looking. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. But, you know, I'm also not a sporting director at a famous football club. So, who knows? Okay. Um, so, so I, think, that, I think
1: in regards to spotlight, I think Diago Silva is not going to get a lot of airtime. But I still think he's going to do well.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Similarly to that, I think Zayich, a lot of what he will do will fly under the radar. Interesting. I don't think. I think Havertz is obviously going to get airtime. Varner's um, obviously going to get airtime, and I'm kind of spoiling, you know, my top three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think he. I think he'll be successful, but he's not going to be recognized as as much. Mm-hmm. Ben Shill will, however, I think will do some, have some major plays and be in the spotlight a lot. Interesting. I'm excited because like he, he knows he knows how to operate in a top-ish level club.
0: Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. And he knows a lot of the guys on the squad already. I think I think the reason why everyone's kind of putting Ben Shilwell almost in another category is because like last season, at the end of last season, he just like first of all he was injured for like a lot of last season. And when he did play, it was kind of like All right. You know what I mean? It was like, okay. But that being said, those are usually the best players to get because if if like a coach knows how to coach properly, I think it works out properly. And I I think that's literally what it all comes down to, all the signings. It really will come down to Frank Lampard and what he chooses because I think these players are insane at what they do. But if they're not doing exactly what they do, they might start to backtrack a little bit. I agree.
1: I think in regards to backtracking – I am most nervous about Havertz. Yeah, yeah. Most nervous about Havertz because I feel like Havertz was a big fish in a smaller pond. Hmm. This is the Premier League, dude. He was like, he he showed glimpses of greatness, but I I told I told you the other day he just needs minutes and he needs as many minutes as they can spare to mm-hmm. get him more comfortable. Because the quicker he's comfortable, the better he's going to be.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you think that uh, – I'm sorry to go off this, but I feel like I need to ask. Do you think that his minutes should be in this next upcoming Liverpool game? Because that's a big game. Yeah, they have to. Who else Who else are you going to play? I mean, <laughs> I could name someone, but I feel like <laughs> Mason Mount could play <laughs> dude. Fucking Mason Mount, dog. No, I think um, – wait, my dad's calling me. I'm going to pause it. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. My dad called me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to, okay, I want to go back to the initial question, right? Because I think it's, it's easy and it kind of tells us where you're at, you know? So signings, how do you rank them? And so I, I wrote them down. So we have, you know, reference. Chilwell, Tiago Silva, Havertz, Zayich, Warner. In no particular order except for what I thought of first
1: okay yeah what i was saying before i'm gonna backtrack on because i was i was correlating success with press okay here's yeah. how i think i i'm gonna start from the top this time mm-hmm. the most the most influential player i'll start by influence. most influential player team over okay i think he's going to be the most influential player he's got to be um just because of how hard he's been hustling. He's been at the club for the longest, I think, out of the new signings. Yeah. Or Zayac has. Sorry. Zayac hasn't beat by like a week.
0: Yeah, true.
1: Um, he's already a favorite to start. And you know, he was he was sharp. And he's a sharp player and he has great base. I think he's gonna be the most influential player. Going off of that, um, I think He's not going to get a lot of airtime, but Thiago Silva mm-hmm. will really help the back line get better. I think he's going to make
0: Chillwell a better player. Oh, I think he's going to make okay. Zuma and Rudiger. A better. Who, was, who was second? Who was who was two? Two is Thiago Silva. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. You talked about Havertz, so I wasn't sure if that was number two. No, no, no. Um, and I
1: think the third most influential will be Chillwell because of Thiago Silva. I think Chilwell's going to learn a lot from a player like Silva. I think Rudiger – Rudiger's a decent defender, but he's not the leader that we need in the back line. Yeah. I think no, – Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think as Pulaqueta, Silva, with Chilwell and James also in the back, too. James mm-hmm. needs to learn from Silva and how to defend. He's a great attacker. He can't defend for shit. He needs to get – like he wakes up and then he's like, oh, okay, I need to defend. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, the second half of Brighton, the second half of Brighton, he was a different player than he was in the first half. Yeah. It's like he was, he was, it's like he was, like, on Twitter. <laughs> and he just, like, saw the shoot, he's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta turn on the gas. He did. <laughs> he was a phenomenal player. He was a man of the match for Premier League in week one.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess you're right. Okay, so. I think
1: Chilwell's gonna be the third most influential player because of Thiago Silva, and I think it's going to be Zayac after that. Just because I think Zayach is a good player. He's going to create a lot of chances. But, you know, I think it comes down to playing time. Yeah. We have a lot of midfielders, and we have a lot of good midfielders.
0: True. It's, I, I think don't I think it's a, he's going to play in the midfield, dude. I don't think so. Really? I, I think especially since William left, you guys kind of have a hole there, you know? Because who else is going to play there? Who, who would play, like, your right wing? You know? Yeah, if we're
1: having Burner as a striker. Yeah. You're right. He might, yeah, he might move to the. I think
0: I think he's mainly brought in probably for that position. Because also, like, I I just can't imagine Frank needing another like attacking midfielder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when he has this much faith in Mason Mount. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, I think like,
1: but I really I think it also comes up. I don't know. I also just think comparatively, um, our attack is really oversaturated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so we have we have good players, um, but I think a lot of chances are going to be created by a lot more players, and I don't think Zaych is going to hold the majority mm. of the influence in the attack. Um, and then I think, unfortunately, Havertz. I'm going to put him last, just because he's young, he's still developing, and he's getting used to a new league and culture. Even though that his his English is great, and you know he's adjusting really well, but I mean I can't imagine. Moving from Germany and within three days having to be at practice
0: and within a couple weeks. Dude, I think starting your first game. Now that you mentioned that, also something something that came to mind is like when you're twenty one, right? And you're moving like that, number one, like you said, it's so difficult, right? It's already so much going on, like life completely turned upside down. But like also when you have a bad kind of performance in the first game or a lackluster one, I don't want to say bad. Critical. very
1: critical. People were super critical about. It.
0: Yeah, very critical. Yeah, everyone was very critical on the performance, and I think that if I was in his situation, right, I think that would kind of get me down, dude. And I think it re- it really comes down to like how resilient he is. You know, like is he gonna is he gonna see this press and be like, dude, I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna train harder. I'm gonna come back stronger than I was, or is he going to come back and be like, oh, dude, no one believes in me. I hate this club. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah,
1: I, but I do think that Frank really protects his players. Yeah, true. I mean, you saw today when he defended Ruben Loftus-Cheek, who, in my opinion, was absent that game. Oh, yeah. He did not do what he should have. And even in the friendly, it was a lack of confidence. Yeah. He had two he had two opportunities inside the box where he just turned around and put it in the back of the net. But he didn't. Frank defended him Today, said that the critique was unnecessary and unbased. And if you knew, and he said he he knew his story second to Ruben himself. Like, so he he, he backed his players. He he backed Keppa, dude. And who knows if that's true or not. But oh, dude, no way, no. As soon as Haberts came in, Frank said, you know, you gotta give, you have to give them time to develop. I'm gonna be working with him, and Haberts said like the. Frank's number eight position, that's where I like to operate. Wow. Like, that's my that's my, that's my my favorite position. Yeah. And you see all these pictures of Lampart and Havertz chatting it up. True. On the pitch. I mean, I think he's not going to have a lot of influence, but um, if Frank is trying to – if he's protecting his players, I think he's going to weaken a lot of that blow from the pundits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, also just – English football commentary is ruthless.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's ruthless. Especially, dude, English Twitter, English football Twitter is literally, like, Manchester United had to put out a statement today because <laughs> so many people were like, yo, dude, like, why aren't we making any signings? And Manchester United was just like, yo, the reason why is because, like, everyone's mad on football Twitter, but, like, we're not associating ourselves with, like, half the people people, like, pundits say we are. Like, I I just think it's so funny that, like, First of all, I don't think that Manchester United is doing half the business that they should be. But... Absolutely right. And we'll, and we'll get to that. We'll get, yeah. to, that. We'll get to that. But I, or, I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Go back to it. <laughs> so, but speaking of like speaking of these new, this new Chelsea squad, right? Uh-huh. Last season, when we played you, we, we were competitive.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were not easy runaway games for Liverpool. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. So... Who's going to be injured for this game? I think they put out, like, a couple. Was Pulisic – Zayac,
1: Chilwell, Pulisic, and, oh, and Tiago Silva's not going to be playing.
0: Oh, dude. I almost, like I, – I, like, told myself before the season, and I'm pretty sure I told you, too. I was like, I think I'm going to watch, like, all the Chelsea games because it's just going to be interesting to watch, right? Like, as a fan of the game, it's going to be interesting to see how they progress. But, like, dude – I need some of those players in there, man. I might have to backtrack. Like, if this wasn't a Liverpool game, I probably wouldn't watch it. <laughs> if only- yeah, I, well, yeah, and that's, like, it's upsetting because we want to
1: see – I mean, dude, I would love to see Thiago Silva body some – body some red oh, – dude, body that attack, dude. I, I'd, I'd be so happy to see, like, just Thiago Silva humble the Liverpool attack.
0: I'd be happy to see it. No in my head. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> I can't I'd be happy hear. to see it. I'd be happy to see Ziyech and Pulisic on the pitch together. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, we're, we're not going to have the squad that we'd like to have. But that being said, with an academy team, we did I
0: Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there's a part of me that really kind of wanted you guys to play. Like, All those people, not even like just to see him, but also like I wanted you to do it because I want to see Frank at his best, no exceptions. Do you know what I mean? I want to see Frank literally all of last season. It's like, oh, we beat you, but Frank didn't have any financial backing. Like uh, not financial backing, but he had that transfer ban. I didn't have any players. Yeah, he had no players. It wasn't his team, all that kind of stuff. And so he always had like an excuse. And this game he's going to have an excuse again because all these players are injured. I really just wanted this to be like a – one off, we beat you. We're done. <laughs> but like, there's I think a, a lot of people outside of Chelsea, even Chelsea fans, want that.
1: Really? They they want to see they want to see the best we can be. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah absolutely. But and I uh, think everyone else wants to see that. Like especially Arsenal fans, dude.
0: But Arsenal fans mean, think Lampard's a shit manager. Dude, that's just because they have Arteta, and Arteta's like insane. I love Arteta, but um. We'll, we'll talk about Arsenal later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Arsenal. But, um, yeah, dude, I, I just – I genuinely think that – first of all, I think that's why Chelsea's not on everyone's list for, like, the favorite or even second favorite this season is because this isn't going to be your peak. This is not even going to be close to your peak. This is going to be, like, just – hopefully this is just going to be – Just on the slope, you know what I mean? Like, not even halfway there, you know? Mm -hmm. Because these players are young, bro. And they've all signed, like, pretty decent contracts, I feel like. Five to six years, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, besides Mr. Thiago Silva, but we love him. He's he's on a two year contract. Don't lie to you. He's on a two year contract. Oh, is he? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, oh, dude, how old is he? Isn't he like 35? I think he's 32. No way, dude. He's older than that. Really? Because, yeah, dude, I've been watching him play forever. Diago Silva is thirty-five. I think. Does that change any perceptions? Does that change what you think about him? Well, this season he.
1: Okay. Well, with with your logic, the Mm -hmm. fact that this is not even going to be close to Chelsea's peak. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Diago Silva is a well-developed player. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I think he's going to have the most influence because he's a well-developed player. A lot of these players that we have. I mean, they're nearly there. They're good players, but they're not at their peak. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. say. Yeah. 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 No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say Timo Werner's at his peak. He's a great player.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, yeah. He's yeah. not at his peak. Uh, obviously, Havertz is not. Zayac kind of. Dude, I genuinely don't think any of your players are. I mean, yeah. Kappa like, Kepa might have reached it and then <laughs> took, took a steep dive down. <laughs> <the
1: day>. Dude. <laughs> And while we're while we're still on the topic of Chelsea then we'll move on to wait no we we were talking about what you think of this new potential rivalry between oh Liverpool and Chelsea do you, because i i didn't consider Liverpool and Chelsea as rivals really oh no definitely not but the media is trying to shape this narrative of Liverpool and Chelsea being being Should, rivals again
0: it's it's interesting because i think that there's always Like, just in the eras of football, there have always been kind of two teams that aren't, like, direct rivals that become direct rivals because of just how well they're doing, right? So, like, Manchester United and Arsenal in, like, the nineteen, like end of the 1990s, beginning of the 2000s, I'm pretty sure. And then, like, obviously they had, like, Manchester City and and Liverpool. But then I think the next one is going to be Chelsea-Liverpool because I think that if Manchester City doesn't do well this year, Pep's gone. Dude, Pep is out of there. And when Pep leaves Manchester City, dude, I don't see Manchester City ever coming back. Like, I think that's going to be another – that's going to be, like, one of their, like, in 30 years, they're going to win the league again. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I don't see it happening. And if Pep stays, then I see it happening. But I just – if he leaves, dude, I can't – I don't understand what coach would go there, what coach, like – is available to go there either. Like, there's so many questions, you know? So, I think the next big one is going to be Chelsea-Liverpool. And I think the reason why is because Liverpool is strengthening right now. And, especially with these new signings. And Chelsea have just strengthened and, like, this is a whole new squad for you guys. So, two teams that I think are going to be at the top for the next little bit. I'd like to see it. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to see it. I think this game
1: will really decipher... If we are truly your rivals, mm. because I, I don't think you can really count the FA Cup game. Yeah, no, no, no. Just because you guys were you were gunning for the Prem, you
0: yeah, you, nothing else mattered. And what, didn't you guys just come back from European football? Something like that, man. It was I I just remember every single like last season, every single cup game that we had. Klopp was like, I'm pretty sure for all the Carabao Cup games. It was just the youngsters. It was the under-23 team and including the under-23 coach, not even Klopp. Like Klopp wasn't there for half of them, like two or yeah. three, I mean. So it, it was literally like lowest priority. Prem was number one. Everything else was second. So it was like we we never really, you know, showed ourselves off at the cup games.
1: See, but that's what I'm kind of worried about because
0: the, the fact that you guys did that in so
1: Focused so intensely on the Premier League. That's exhausting, dude. I think that's why the squad was a little disjunct on the Leeds game. It's yeah. exhausting. You guys you guys did it. Mm-hmm. You guys did it before the season even ended. Like, you recognize recognized in European football as uh, you're undebatably the best team in, in England and one of the best teams in Europe.
0: Yeah.
1: That being said, that that approach is exhausting. Oh, dude, yeah. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it took Liverpool a couple five games to really get their stride back if they want to contend. I, I think you guys are going to be contenders for the league.
0: Yeah. But
1: it's hard to win it twice. Mm-hmm. Because Manchester City is, you know, kind of feeling their backs against the wall. Chelsea's hungry for it. And you also have these mid-table teams that are showing some promise.
0: Yeah. That, dude, that's a very good point. But – And I would have 100% agreed with you, right? I definitely, like, if this was yesterday, I would have 100% agreed with you. But in the events of today, and and let me just give a little recap, okay? So, little baby Kevin sleeping in his bed, okay? (laughs) He wakes up, ready for work, and so I wake up, I check my phone, and I see the most beautiful notification that Thiago Alcantara has officially signed for Liverpool FC. So I I was pretty hyped, right? And I went through my day, some of my day, and I was just kind of riding that high. And then I get another notification. And turns out Liverpool's also interested in Wolves forward Diogo Jota. And I look into this a little bit. And then I refresh my screen literally one more time. And all of a sudden, I see another tweet saying that we have submitted a bid for Diogo Jota. (laughs) And as of now, Fabrizio, who is the top tier of, like, football, you know, reporters. We love Fabrizio. We love Fabrizio. Dude, Fabrizio. High to the high. Anyway. (laughs) The GOAT. The GOAT. Um, But Fabrizio says that everything's agreed. Personal terms agreed. Wolves agreed with it. The medical is apparently supposed to be tomorrow. Everything's supposed to be announced, like, tomorrow or the day after or something. So, and then after that, dude, also, I don't even know if you know about this, Patrick. I think this might be like one of those like Liverpool kind of like Loki things, you know, like the little murmurs. But um, we're also thinking about signing apparently this center back from Schalke, um, 20 years old. His name is, um, I think it's Kabak or something. But dude, kid's insane. And I'm saying after watching like a couple highlight reels, so I could be totally wrong, but from what I've seen, he's insane. (laughs) So um, there's like a lot happening, right? And in the beginning of – the transfer window especially I think a lot of Liverpool fans and you know people that just follow the Prem in general have been like yeah I mean Liverpool is obviously not going to spend money right and it also looked like that because of the Timo Werner situation and everything and so every like kind of football I mean every kind of Liverpool fan always had it in the back of their mind they were like dude we're not going to do well if we don't make any signings and then today the righteous day Michael Edwards, our sporting director, the man, the myth, the legend, goes on and pulls off a, a master class, I would call it, and just gets everyone we need, inquires about him. All. It, it, felt like, it felt like his Wi-Fi was reconnected. It, finally, after months. That's such a satisfying feeling. I get that. Okay, for sure. It's amazing, dude. I, and, dude, I, I don't know. It, it's just like seeing it happen, too, and, and seeing Thiago in the jersey – First of all, made me want to get the jersey, which I bought, and it's, and it's shipping, but it made me want to get another one with Thiago on the back because <laughs> I got the Minamino one, which is, like, I love it, but, <laughs> yeah. but like, Thiago, dude. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, it is, it is a fantastic day to be a Liverpool fan, and after, especially after seeing you guys in the last couple months just making signing after signing just gold standard signings. It's nice to finally get something back, and it's like we are still fighting, you know. Truly, we are still fighting. That's a good point.
1: Diago, I think will breathe some new life—not necessarily life, but a, a new spark, just a little, little push into the club. Yeah. That I, I think is really crucial to you guys get like dominating the league again.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I
1: think, I think the Leeds game was a wake-up call. Oh yeah. It think, depends on how, I yeah, it depends on how quickly Klopp can rally his troops against yeah, the Chelsea game. Because I think I think Frank Frank's hungry. He wants it. He wants to beat Liverpool in dude, a league game.
0: After all this Especially shit. after that
1: last game, he wants it, dude. Yeah, true. Yeah, and, and he, he wants to and rep- Klopp's
0: a great manager. Yeah. And they had that beef. And and they have that beef. I think the beef is going to play some part dude I think because I mean last time Frank was yelling at Klopp dude who knows what's going to happen this time but uh, what I love is that both of
1: them have said how much they respect the hell out of each other
0: yeah but do you think that they're like saying it with their their kind of teeth clenched now because you know Lampard brought up today and I, I respect the hell out of him because he's like he's such a
1: he's not really a good media guy interesting you know i don't think he's a good media guy he like he knows what to say to dodge like tricky questions but i mean i don't think he likes necessarily being in front of the yeah community. true he's he's kind
0: of, he's kind of there um he kind of seems annoyed whenever he's talking to the media he's like yes i, I guess exactly I, exactly like back to training type of dude
1: he brought up today you know oh what do you think of this uh um this rivalry between Liverpool <laughs> and chelsea um and he's like well um <laughs> You know, I think, I think a lot of that's done um, that by the media. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, think, I think he has a point. Like, the media do, did blow up that exchange on the sideline. Yeah. Frank said, I apologize for the words I used, not for my passion. Klopp said, I respect the passion, but once you're off the pitch, it's over. Yeah. Klopp's an older manager. He's been around the block. And they both have said we've only met each other a couple of times, but what Klopp did with Liverpool is outstanding. They deserve every bit of respect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, you know, and Klopp said the same thing. I don't, you know, I don't see Klopp. You know, he pretty unapologetically took shots at Man City and Chelsea just for being different clubs. Yeah, and you know, and he took a shot at Lampard when he was saying some shit at, after the game. So he's not afraid of criticizing his colleagues dude, or, his, I, or uh, criticizing his opponents, I would no, say. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. But I don't, dude, this one legitimately, I just don't think he was throwing shots. I don't think he was intending to really do anything with it. I think that was literally just like his explanation. Like, I think it, also in, in light of recent events, I'm pr- I think if we look back at it, it'll look more like, a, more like a, he's winking at us, like the fans, you know what I mean? Like we're run a little bit differently. We're doing things different, bro. Can you calm down? Like we got <laughs> it for it. You know what I mean? Okay. I see that. I, it's also like you guys are run by an oligarch, dude. He's, like billionaire guy. So like Russian dude. He's like this insane Russian guy. Yeah. yeah so like Romovich
1: is like owned a town. Dang. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's for real. Owning a town? That's sick. He's for real. <laughs> down, but I mean that's that really is I mean that's the nature of Chelsea and that kind of like goes yeah into another point I don't know did you have anything else to say I feel like you were saying something
0: well I, I think so this is one thing I saw this one um it was like it was like this I don't even know if it was a pundit it might have been like another podcast but it was like a BBC thing or something but the dude is basically saying like if Frank wants to talk about Liverpool's money situation so much because that, that that one time Frank did throw shots at us, 100% right? When he was like oh dude, it's funny that Klopp would say that. Yeah, you know? he was like,
1: I find it amusing yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah um, but after that, this guy was basically on this podcast and he was like, dude, if they want to talk about money, we could talk about how the 70 million that Liverpool had went to Virgil van Dijk and the 70 million that Chelsea had went to Kepa so... <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like, bro.
1: I mean, <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think you know,
0: and that just shows that they're different clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What's wrong with that, dude? I mean, if genuinely if that didn't happen, there would be like three clubs. Like it'd be like Liverpool, Manchester United, and like probably like I don't know, Blackpool. Some something like one of those like Leeds would be there. You know, Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, dude, I I agree, and I think you
1: know that kind of goes into the point of. I there was a lot of criticism at, during the friendly game, like oh what about what about the youth players, what about the academy players? And as soon as that was kind of circulating the media, Frank came out and said, "I'm I didn't come here to bring up academy players and give them playing time."
0: Yeah,
1: I came here to win. I came here to get trophies. And he's putting this pressure on himself. He's, he doesn't gain anything by bringing on all these players and not succeeding. He's putting a shit ton of pressure on himself. Yeah. And he took a difficult job. Absolutely. So I think that, that just shows that he thrives under pressure. And I think that, yeah, you know, Frank said, fuck them kids. But them kids are good. Like, we, we
0: have a good youth. They have to step up. I mean, dude, I think it also comes down to, like, whoever's supposed to be, you know, watching over these kids, the under-23 coach, whoever it is that that kind of, like, brings players up and, like, tells the head coach about, you know, the players and how they're developing and stuff like that. I might look that up, honestly. They – I don't know. I mean, I just don't think Chelsea's had a good history of it almost. Hey, yeah, Chelsea have had great players in their system that have come up and played for Chelsea, but, like, there's a ton that came from the Chelsea system and then did well in other places. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't think you guys have, like, an excess of of people either. Like, I think Manchester United at one point had, like, an excess of decent players, right? And so, like, now you see him at, like, PSG, PK at Barcelona, like, a ton of these people. Like, Pogba when he left, like, all that. So, I think that whoever that person is needs to do a little bit better because we saw that one, the Brighton fullback. Um, Oh, Lanty? Lanty, dude. Beast. He he was a, I think he was one of the best players on the pitch that day dude, if you guys kept lampy and like I don't know played him on the left or something man but he of- wouldn't he wouldn't have started he wouldn't Stop. have started I don't know man after that game he was the be- I think he was one of the best players on the pitch especially but i think he, I think yeah. he was the best player on the pitch I would say that yeah he was amazing dude so I I, just, I mean whoever's doing that job maybe <laughs> well
1: I you know I think you know the Chelsea Academy is great but I I would I would disagree with you. I would say we're, we are absolutely oversaturated with a bunch of players that are almost there, Interesting. that are almost at world-class status mm-hmm. or just just notable status. I oh, think yeah. we're almost there with a lot of players. And Frank could have done – he could have brought on a couple people mm. and been like – and defenders, not attacking, defenders, mm-hmm. and a new keeper. And said, okay, this is my squad. I'm gonna develop it.
0: Yeah. But he
1: didn't. He said, no, 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 no. I have a good attack, but I want options. He got players that were up and coming that he's been following, got options in. So I yeah, I think that the the attacking is absolutely oversaturated. And mm-hmm. a lot of our players are are diverse and can play in diverse positions. But yeah, I don't know. I think um I really do think that the Academy players. Not, I think Abraham, he's going to fly under the radar, but next season he's going to be a
0: crucial player. You think Abraham's going to be a crucial player in Chelsea squad this this season? Next season. Next season. Oh, interesting.
1: Why? Next season. Because I – you know, realistically, how much longer is Aru going to play for Chelsea?
0: That's a good point. Well, I mean, there's already links to what, like Juventus, right?
1: Yeah, but he he squashed that, and he said he wanted he was thinking about going to Tottenham, but he didn't want to give up on the club that easily.
0: Like, well, if he went to Tottenham, that's like, <laughs> dude. Well, yeah, true. One of them go. going to Arsenal, one of them going to Tottenham, dude.
1: Yeah, then yeah, then he's gonna fucking yeah. Well, he played at Arsenal, so then you would just go to Crystal Palace. Like,
0: you go to oh, all the ones. True, clubs. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I forgot. <Maybe> loyal. <laughs> played for Arsenal. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I don't he loves London, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't think um,
1: – yeah, Chelsea is not that kind of club to bring up these academy players and wait till they develop. I mean, uh, Frank brought up – or, no, not, not Frank. Um, a pundit brought up, I think on Sky Sports, said, Manners is at Chelsea, the bare minimum is top four. Yeah. If you don't get top four, you're not doing it right. And that's why, you know, people are like, well, what's success this season for Frank? Because people don't really expect them to contend for the league, but to close the gap.
0: That's an interesting question, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like, these, these FA Cup and Carabao Cup games, like, they're just very – I don't know. It, it feels odd to me because I think the number one the draws are weird, right? Like, there's – like, us, I'm pretty sure we're facing, like, one of the, like, Sheffield United – they're prem teams, right? We're, like, facing other prem teams. Manchester City for the past three years have been facing just, like – you know, Millwall United and, like, these tiny London – you know what I mean? Like, so there's there's an element of, like, it doesn't seem legit, you know? So I, I think that it doesn't matter as much. And and you're absolutely right. Like, what is success? Because no one believes that they're going to be, you know, the winner. And is top four going to be enough because you guys got to, what, four last season? So yeah. I think I – think personally, I think a success for Frank Lampard would most likely – be second third right so either get second or third in the league obviously first too but like you know um and then getting at least like one of those cups like i think fa cup would be huge you know like coming back for that especially like after losing in the final like that was a hard loss that was right yeah exactly and like that was literally i feel like frank was looking forward to that almost like the whole season you know what i mean so I think that if he does that and then gets, you know, one of that like second or third spot, then I think that's a success in my book. See,
1: and that's interesting because, you know, w- what success is it being 25 points away, but third or 15 points out, but like fit, <laughs> you know, so like what, what is really success and kind of going off of that, like when you were talking about like FA Cup and Kobe, like in the Community Shield, Arsenal Arsenal fans think they had a great season because they won the FA Cup and the Community
0: Shield. <laughs> yeah. <Finish> eighth. <laughs> that's a good Finish point. They fucking eighth. They're out of European football. No, no, that's not true. They're in Europa League because they won FA Cup. True, true. So right. only, now that I think about it, all the top six teams are in European leagues. You're right. So I think – yeah, I – but you are 100% right first of all because like i think second place was what like 17 or 18 points after liverpool and so everyone else was after that imagine being eighth. how much off the top were they you know what i mean like that's he had 66 about, points i think or 68 or yeah oh my god dude yeah so i don't know but you know Arteta did inherit a i would say objectively more screwed up squad yeah and I think his tactics are great, but I think uh,
1: last season it kind of proved the, um, the marathon. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea came back strong. Arsenal couldn't finish where they needed to, but I think now. I think I think if they can contend for top four. I think they can beat out Manu. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. Especially, I think I, mean, I, I would love to see Arsenal in top four. They deserve it. They have a great squad, and William too. William's playing great with the bombing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but again, we are fa- we are basing all of this off of one game, so we have to keep that. So, you know, um, they, they
1: played well against Liverpool, not the Liverpool that was that happened last season, but they played well.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And I love Arsenal. I mean, I, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I want to take that back. I don't love Arsenal no I like Arteta a lot. I think Arteta is an awesome manager. I think he has clearly learned a ton from from Pep, if not just, you know, the basic managing. I think he has a lot more man management than any other coach that Arsenal's had in the recent past. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is shown by first of all like Aubameyang staying and all that. Like Aubameyang is we were talking about this, so underrated. Criminally underrated, dude. He's probably yes. one of the best strikers in the league. like amazing player right and the fact that him at his I would argue that this is like his prime or at least it doesn't look like he's slowing down so the fact that he's staying at a club like Arsenal with Arteta shows that Arteta has a plan you know because you have to talk about the plan with the players that's the only way that they're going to stay when they're of the caliber that Aubameyang is and yeah he's getting paid a lot but I mean he deserves to he would get paid that much at any other club you know so you can right. say that, but in the end, like, he would have gotten that money anyway. And the fact that he's getting it from Arsenal, I think, says a lot about Arteta.
1: I think you're absolutely right. I, I think Arsenal deserves a contention for top four.
0: Yeah.
1: That being said, the league is different this year, and I think the mid-table teams are a lot better Hmm. The the Everton. Oh, I think dude. Everton. Everton's shown some promise.
0: Hmm.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they got six. But also, forgetting about Gareth Bale. Dude, I, he's not a bad player. I'm thinking about this, dude. So I've heard. I've heard some comments that you know he's the high, he's the highest paid, paid player right now.
0: Like, outside of, like, Messi and Ronaldo, probably, then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: highest-paid player in
0: England. Okay, interesting. And
1: you know, I think um, – I, I forget what the numbers are, but – Oh, it's probably, like, highest-paid English player, right? Yeah, and he's, like – I think that so. – Tottenham is only paying for, like, 40% of his salary. Oh, wait, salary. no, Walsh. Welsh. I'm so dumb. All right, anyway. <laughs> he's only paying for 20%. They're only paying for 40% of his salary, I think. Uh-huh. But it's still like something like twenty million or something that he' Oh yeah, in. yeah, I did. That,
0: yeah. He's making a
1: lot of money, and like Real Madrid is paying for sixty percent of his salary still. Yeah. That being said, I don't think he's not a bad player. I don't think he's going to live up to all the hype. But difficult. It's difficult, but I think you
0: know he's going to have some good moments, and that Tottenham attack is going to be dangerous. Yeah, I dude, it's so odd to me number one, that that Jose Mourinho is making the signing because Jose is such like a defensive kind of person. You know what I mean? Like just what he wants his team set up in a very kind of defensive way. And having striker, first of all, having Gareth Bale means that you're not going to expect him to track back that often. You know what I mean? You're not expecting him to have that high press and, and like kind of get up in everyone's faces. You're expecting him to kind of have those moments, you know, have those moments where he switches it on and then turns it off when he's done. Like, he's not the typical, like, Ho- Jose player, in my mind at least. And I know that he tried to sign him with Real Madrid when he was managing Real Madrid earlier, but I think that was also a different Gareth Bale then. And the fact that he's signing him now kind of, I think, shows that Jose's trying to do something new, dude. He's not trying to do that defensive style. He's trying to, he's trying to, do something great you know he's trying to like come back and not be that guy because you can tell and like every press conference he has whenever a reporter is like hey jose so what do you think about people saying that your you know defensive structure is like insane and you just park the bus all the time and he's always like dude i i don't want to talk about this like i score like my players have scored so many goals like cristiano ronaldo scored his most goals under me that kind of thing and he would always like be very defensive about it so i think this is his kind of way of being like dude that's not all. That's not me. That's not the facet mm-hmm. of me, at least. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I and I think we also have to we have to consider Mourinho, dude. He's yeah. like good manager. And you brought up um, his record for second seasons at clubs is awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think Tottenham's also going to be contenders for I don't think top four, but top six. Yeah. Um, well,
0: another thing with Tottenham though is Delhi Alley. I think if if Deli Ali plays well, that team is something different. But when he doesn't, dude, he it's like a hole in the team. Literally, it's like they're playing with with ten men. Really. And I think Mourinho got the best of him for like one or two games when he first came in last season. But ever since, it's been very quiet from Deli Ali recently. And so you know, if he turns it up, and maybe maybe that's what Gareth Bale is designed to do. Maybe Gareth Bale is there to kind of show what Deli Alli can be and like have him kind of have that self-reflective kind of time where he's like, dude, I need to, I need to be better. I need to be training. Cause if you're watching the documentary, which I highly recommend the documentary, they t- Mourinho literally goes in and he's just like, "Deli, you're a great player. and know uh, you're a great player, but you train like shit. And he straight up says that to him in the middle of like a, a team meeting. And so, yeah. And so I think maybe this might be kind of, you know, to kickstart Deli Alli a little bit maybe yeah if, if that
1: happens i think you know i think we have to consider spurs obviously wolves obviously wolves oh yeah yeah, yeah. and also we got to talk about Man U. what's going on with Man U? You <laughs> because they're still a good team they're still a good team i think they're their favorites for top four but they have some teams i think particularly arsenal in the rear view mirror that are hungry for top four, and I think Man U, in my opinion,
0: is the easiest to give up their spot. What do you think? Dude, I, I, I 100% agree. I think that, especially in this transfer window, again, in the past couple days especially, it's felt like every team is really strengthening. Because I think there's also, like, it's kind of a domino effect, right? Everyone's seeing Chelsea and what they just did. And now everyone's like, wait bro they're like growing growing you know what i mean and so then i think liverpool saw that happening and now they're like dude we need to get these signings but we can't do it in the beginning of the window because then everyone else is gonna like start spending because like you guys right you guys did that everyone started spending we don't want to do that in the beginning of the window because then everyone's gonna be like oh dude liverpool is doing all that we gotta spend now so everyone's doing that i think it's just a constant cycle of oh my god look what they're doing over there we gotta we gotta do better you know what i mean Manchester United, however, <laughs> they got that one. They got Donny Van de Beek, and then it felt like they just kind of called it a day. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I think the Jaden Sancho stuff might still happen. Um, from what I've seen, it looks like it's it's a possibility for sure. But the fact that it takes this long in the first place, and, like, it, it feels like pe- people don't want to go to Manchester United anymore, dude. Like, there's the, the left back. I wouldn't. Yeah, dude. <laughs> If <laughs> you're wearing a Chelsea hat, I wouldn't go to Manchester United. I probably wouldn't go to Man U, you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, dude, and I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look like they have the pole that they used to, which is very sad. I think you were talking about that, how, how you think that it's Titans falling or something. Yeah, dude. It's Because Man United is
1: infamous yeah, for having such a strong squad, such a strong club international titans.
0: Yeah.
1: It's sad to see that it's kind of falling apart. I, I, I brought this up to you. There's no reality that Manu should have gotten the same number of points as Chelsea in the Premier League. They beat us on goal differentiation because Kepa conceded the most goals in, in the fucking league. Yeah. They're... they're I don't... Ch- we were a good team. But... We were a new team. We were a super young team with a new manager. That I mean, I
0: don't think in any reality, Man you should have tied us with points. Yeah, but I mean, dude, Ole is just rough. You know, Ole's had a rough – That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely Ole's had a rough go of it. But every Manchester United manager after Sir Alex Ferguson has had a rough time at it. And that's the – I think it's almost a curse of the job. You know what I mean? It's like the um, – it's like the Messi curse. Literally like how Messi's the god of Barcelona and every single time that Barcelona has like a young player, they're like, oh my God, this guy's the new Messi. And no one's going to live up to that expectation, dude, because Messi is unreal. <laughs> and so like that's that's Manchester United right now. Sir, I, Sir Alex Ferguson literally made that club unreal, dude. It, it, it was domination, global domination. And then he left and it, and it felt like they're just always latching on to their history. Mm-hmm. And so, dude, I, first of all, I definitely don't think Ole has it. I don't think he has what it takes. I think that he has wasted so much money specifically at Manchester United. Literally, like, I think they were the top spenders last season.
1: Jay Lynx big me! Jay Lynx! <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: they spent so much money last season, the season before that. And, dude, if you haven't gotten anything now, Try something new, man. Like I know that Bruno Fernandes came in and kicked some relegation sides, but <laughs> I don't think that you know you guys are gonna get through with this. And and I I truly do feel for Manchester United because Liverpool was just there. You know, Liverpool was there for like thirty years, so I get it. I truly do. But this is one of those things. You know, it's a cycle. It's always gonna be a cycle. I agree. There's something that needs to happen at the club, too, at a club level. Like, just mm-hmm. management and, you know, sporting director and all that. Ed Woodward. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I have a, I have a cousin that's a huge Manchester United fan. He was telling me, like, apparently the, club, the uh, company that owns Manchester United, like, takes out a bunch of money because of, like, their football connections and stuff like that. So, it's just a whole mess, dude. So, I don't think Manchester United are going to be in the title race this season, And it really depends on what happens between then and now, truly, for the season after. Because, like, Manchester United moves fast, dude. Things move fast there. If someone wants, needs to get sacked, they'll get sacked, like, immediately. Mm -hmm. Because the fans are ruthless. At big clubs, dude, like, fans are ruthless. Liverpool, same thing. Chelsea, same thing. So, I don't know. It depends. It truly does depend.
1: I agree with you. I think. Ole's going to have another shot this season. But, yeah, I think there's almost only so much you can do as a manager. And as also, there's only so much you can do as a club with the manager, right? <laughs> so, I think, like, Ole, there's only so much he can do. I think he's dropped the ball in a couple of occasions. But mostly, I think, like, his squad also – I don't know if it's – they're not working together or he's not working well with them. Something's not clicking. Yeah, Because they, they do have a good team. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I agree with you. I think um, at a club level, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes down um, next May.
0: Yeah, yeah. But dude, and also, the other thing is, there's been a talk all over the, like, this was, you know, throughout the summer on like all these, you know, shows and the punditry stuff. Because you know that, you know, when soccer is not actually being played, they have to come up with something. (laughs) And so one of the big questions was like, who's going to be sacked first? manager wise and so the two at the top of like every pun is list was always jose Mourinho and ole Gunnar sochar and i think that this spurs stuff this these signings that they're making it it looks promising and so i think that ole might be the first manager to get sacked out of these top sixteens, teams dude did i see it yeah but i, it. I it also sucks though because i if it's a lack of players, it's not Ole's fault, you know? Because dude, there's there's some work that needs to be done there. You know, I agree. they can't keep playing a 17-year-old on right wing and expecting fantastic results every single game. You know what I mean? He's progressing, but he's not Mbappe. <laughs> True. So, True. You know, I don't know. Dude, good points all around. And I think
1: I think this brings us to the match this Sunday. What are your thoughts? Going into the match, is is Thiago playing? Do you know that? Okay,
0: I don't think he's playing. Thiago can play. Okay, he can't like legally, you know, in the football rules or whatever. He can play, so there's a chance that he's. I I, he's not going to start. He's definitely not going to start. I think everyone's kind of come to terms with that already. Um, But there is a chance of him, you know, being on bench, coming in halfway through, kind of thing. So, I think that. I wouldn't hold my breath because genuinely it's like that's a big game for us and I think it's a big game for you guys too. So um, I, I wouldn't hold my breath on it, but I, there's a chance. But I think it's going to be the OGs for one last, one last dance, dude. <laughs> I agree with you. I think, I think it will be the OGs on Liverpool. Yeah.
1: I don't even think the will be on the bench. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the bench because this is not a game. You saw how quickly Chelsea turned it around Yeah. last time we played. Well, y'all got, a, y'all got a little nervous. Salah turned up the heat, and but,
0: but you guys don't have Pulisic this time. And Pulisic... yeah, was, but you know, Pulisic isn't the squad, like we have that game, though. That game, especially, right? He came right. in, he changed it. He literally changed that game. It was we were in the driver's seat 100% of the time. Polisic came on, dude kicked us out, took it, he took a GTA style dude. We were screaming as we were getting out. It was not good. It was not good. Yeah. And I think that was our main kind of target too this this time around. I think we would have all kind of been like, all right, pull a sick, make sure that he's we keep him down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like someone follow him the whole time kind of thing. But I think that the fact that he's not there, I see maybe team overner doing something. If Kyle I, I think he's going to score. He's going to score. Really? You he's know, going, I, going I to want to disagree with you. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't want him to score. Well, I, I think he will. I think he's going. I can see him scoring for sure. Yeah, this he might has to be a high-scoring game. He has hunger.
1: I want to score goals. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to do at a club like Chelsea.
0: Um, <laughs> Come on you I, 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 he literally feels like he feels like the one that got away, you know For Liverpool fans, it's truly the one that got away, I am like, on the phone with the You just <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about it, man. I'm so mad about it, but I, I think you guys got a great player. He's going to be a player that truly plays for the club, so I'm happy. I'm happy that he goes to my friend's club and not. Arsenal.
1: when <laughs> <laughs> got to <laughs> no, I mean, not.
0: My, my
1: dream is to have. I, I want Drew starting. You want Drew starting. I want Giroud starting, and I want Werner. I want Drew starting as a striker, and I want Werner to play left wing. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Um, and then Havertz and like Mount. Okay. Or um, yeah, and then towards the mid, Conte, Jorginho,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I think James is going to start. And I think As is going to be on left back. Really? And then yeah. Okay.
0: Now um, or or center back. Yeah. And I don't know, dude.
1: I, I'm afraid that Kepa might be starting.
0: I, I'm very optimistic that Kepa will start. <laughs> dude, all I'm saying is, if okay, if Kepa's starting, okay, and this is where I want to get into the All goals are going to happen
1: outside of the box for Liverpool. They're going to win.
0: Wanna, <laughs> I think that Trent Alexander gets one. <laughs> no, okay, so I think um, I, I think that's a pretty solid Chelsea lineup, to be honest. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I don't think there's really any chance that Callum Hudson-Doyle starts. Um, I don't think Tammy Abraham will start. So yeah, I, I see that. But what, wait, is Kovacic injured still?
1: I think he's suspended or something.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: I saw that. I, I saw that he was suspended. Um, but I don't. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's
0: playing. Okay. Um, if he's not injured, dude, he would definitely play. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because wasn't he like rate? He was like rated Chelsea's like MVP last season or something. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Um, I think I think it's going to be more of an OG squad with the exception of Havertz
0: and Berg. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. Okay, so Liverpool. I think this is how we're going to line up. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have Allison backer in goal. <laughs> Fucking sexy ass man, you know, beautiful. Eyes. I think Becker's gonna
1: score score against Chelsea with Kepa between the posts. Honestly,
0: <laughs> it'll go awry, dude. <laughs> it's so literally funny. gonna go
1: straight through his hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. It'll be like you know how that when they have like drop balls, they usually just kick it to the other goalkeeper. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So Allison Becker between the sticks. We got left back. Andy Rabo, we have to, right? Um, Rojo Now, I think the second center back spot is in high contention right now. Joe Gomez has been off and on. Um, so I think that's going to be something that's, you know, we're going to have to see. But I think that Joe Gomez will continue to start. Matip is fantastic, but I think that Joe Gomez has just kind of been in that role. He's settled. This is not the time to try something new. So Joe Gomez there. Trent Alexander on the right. Um, midfield, dude. I think Fabinho's going to play. I think he has to. Um, Hendo's going to play. And I think I'm going to go Wijnaldum. Navi Keita could, but I think this game, Trent and Robertson are going to be the ones going up. You know what I mean? So I see a more defensive midfield for us. Um, and then front three, same as always. Hmm. For me, Salimane.
1: So I agree with you. And I think the Liverpool counterattacks are going to be dangerous for us. And I think it would be smart to play a less possessive, more defensive squad. Mm. Because if you can shut down Chelsea defensively, you'll win off of counterattacks.
0: Yeah, true. But
1: that also when it when it came to set pieces. We weren't that awesome. We had some opportunities uh, in this last game. We had some opportunities with counterattacks, but there was just one element with the finishing element missing from Burner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I feel like we were leaning on him too much for the counterattacks. I think I don't know. I I I would I think Giroud needs to be playing. Interesting. He needs to be playing. He's he's a target man, and that's you know, from what people say. Brennan performed really well. Yo working in good
0: target. Form. In good form, too. Man's in fantastic form. He I mean, end of last season, the man was carrying Chelsea on his shoulders, dude. I mean Pulisic also, but what was it? Se- seven goals in seven games or something like that? Dude. The guy the guy came out of nowhere. The guy is the Premier League's Robert Lewandowski. <laughs> right now. I don't want to go that far, but I mean <laughs> you know,
1: he's he's the starting striker for um
0: for the France national team. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's the number one. Oh, wow, dude. Okay, so, wow, dude. Yeah, so then Mbappe must be on the left then, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm almost positive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Drew's great. And it'd be interesting to see if he starts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what formation do you think Frank's going to play? Because I, I, can, I can see him doing... The four two three one that he did against Brighton, because I think the players were just kind of screwed up, positional wise. Obviously, they had Ruben Loftus Cheek playing that number ten position instead of instead of Havertz, which I think should happen. But um, I think they're also just waiting for Zaj to come back to be on that right flank. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's going to be interesting, and I think that's the that's the question. You know, I think what
1: the I mean? four two three one. Yeah, Drew striking. And um Timo coming back a little bit. Um mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be Mountain Mount Havertz. Um yeah, I the, see that. the the midfield Conte and Jorginho.
0: Yeah, I see I see Conte and Jorginho for sure. Back four James on the right. Um as for look at Zuma, wow, but
1: also Christensen too. Wait, what about Rudiger? Um maybe but Zuma's been in better form than Rudiger recently. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um Yeah,
1: yeah there's As- and Mark- Marcus Alonso. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. about Alonso, too. I mean, I think I think a four two three one is probably what we're gonna do. And I think Vern is gonna be play more of an active role. And I don't think I don't think he should be the striker. I think Giroud should be the striker.
0: Yeah, um, I think you just like Drew.
1: I also just like Drew because he's so perfect all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Dude, yeah, he misses. He like just <laughs> twenty. He's like five yards off. He's like, my oh, oh. The- <laughs> man will send it like into the
0: grandstand. like,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> oh dude, he's he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. No, I've I've heard him speak a couple times. He's like kind of sick, you know what I mean? Cool. He's he's kind of he's like a swagger about him, you know?
1: Dude, I I saw a video of him fucking with Conte and it's the best thing ever. Oh, dude. They sit together on the bus. I
0: love Conte. Dude, I love Conte.
1: Kante's the best. But I also just love when he runs. He like Yeah. <laughs> he's like this. But dude, I <laughs> So I for those of, for those watching at home, I sent Kevin this video. You guys need to find the video of N'Golo Kante bodying Timo Werner.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Just laying him out. (laughs) It was good. And I think, you know, I think that's going to be Chelsea's downfall. This game maybe is the physicality. Because even the first half with the older Chelsea players, Mm -hmm. they weren't being physical against Brighton. That's what Werner and Havertz said. Like, oh, these you know these defenders, yeah. very different league than Bundesliga <laughs> <most league of. laughs>
0: defenders. Very,
1: very, very much different league. Very yeah. different, much league. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be an interesting game for sure. Um, I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun, dude. I I hope it. I hope it's fun. I hope it's good. I hope Chelsea doesn't be, like,
0: just absolute bottle it, but. I don't see them bottling it. Like, I don't see him bottling it completely. I see him bottling it at the end. (laughs) Yes, but I don't see it like the whole time. You know, I don't think this is going to be like a four-zero type situation at all. You're right.
1: Yeah, we. Everyone wants it to be an exciting game. If Thiago plays though, (laughs) dude, the fact I I I sent you that Jonah Hill meme um, of like. Zayic, Pulisic, Chilwell, Thiago, Thi- Thiago Silva. All of them are not playing against Liverpool. And it was <laughs> it was John Hill
0: going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, Twitter has been on fire. Football Twitter has been fantastic recently, dude. Fantastic. I love it. it I feel like we're, we're sending each other, like, tweets all day. It's the best. It's so sick. Like all the <laughs> cool ones about Thiago signing finally, and the fact that Michael Edwards—it feels like Michael Edwards just woke up, like <laughs> after hibernation, like so good, so good. I'm so- <laughs> yeah, we like, <laughs> Oh, dude. Yeah. Wait, what else? Did, what else were we gonna talk about? I feel like we had other stuff. Did we? We have been talking for a
1: little bit too. I know. um, are we trying to call it
0: dude i don't know i mean (laughs) i think that we gotta have episodes more than once
1: (laughs) i mean i i say like we we come back for a match review
0: oh yeah dude okay wait are we gonna i guess it's not there's no point in doing it for like a actual match like this this way
1: yeah it's also, I have a rehearsal at three, so you're not gonna, yeah, I'm gonna miss like the first thirty minutes of the game. I'll probably miss oh, the first half.
0: Dude, a Chelsea Liverpool game, it's going to the end. I think I think yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those Leeds type games, you know? The classics. But I feel like every time anyone says that, it's never actually a classic. Like the Byron PSG game. Oh, oh my god, dude. What a boring <laughs> ass game. It's just a horrible final, dude. Such a bad final. So uh, I'm so upset about it, too. Just blueballing all the fans of this beautiful game. <laughs> beautiful game. Bop, Like I don't even remember much of it. I just. That's how that's how shitty it was, dude. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> like, genuinely, I, I think I remember... I don't remember any of it either. I remember none of it. I remember Kingsley Coleman scoring the goal. I think the only goal... I remember Neymar one. getting tired as shit. That's, yeah, all, that's dude, it. Yeah, dude, got really tired, yeah, because he was he was trying to, like, press and go back and track back and stuff, but then... Man didn't have the legs for it. Then he just got mad. I remember the last 10 minutes just being Neymar, just falling in as many ways as he can. So sad, dude. Yeah. Sad, to see. dude. I think the better team won, dude. 100% the better team. Did you see Bayern today? Oh, dude, Bayern played their first game of the season today, okay? Oh, shit. Against Schalke, okay? Fantastic squad, all right? And by fantastic, I mean it's one of those clubs that was fantastic. Um, but they're, like, one of their biggest rivals, right? 8-0. Eight, 8, dude. They're Eight, vicious, zero. dude.
1: They're vicious.
0: They don't, they don't let they up. we are up at halftime, and they just kept going, dude. That's what's dangerous about
1: Bayern Munich is that yeah. they don't give up. That's, that's what's dangerous, dude. They don't turn off the gas, even, like, in the Chelsea game. The aggregate was three 0 mm-hmm. Flick was so pissed when Chelsea, when Tammy Abraham scored that one goal, and when Callum Hudson, mm-hmm. or I think it was, no, it was Tamori. I think Tamori had an offsides goal. Mm-hmm. Flick was furious, and that just shows, dude. He wasn't like, "Oh no, no, it's okay." He was fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah. And then they went
0: on to win a
1: seven-one aggregate.
0: That team is insane. And, dude, they, they added Leroy Sané from Manchester City, who scored today. I think he assisted, like, two or three of the goals. He was amazing. I watched a video of his, like, re- I, I watched a recap video of just his performance. Incredible, dude. He was putting in balls. Like, if if Lewandowski could finish that game, like, if he could actually do well that game, like he did all last season, I think it was just, you know, like, first game of the season, whatever. But, like, if he finished the way he was – Easy, like, 11-12-0. No. Not even mm-hmm. lying. And the goalkeeper, Schalke's goalkeeper, was actually decent, too. It was just their back line just gave up. Incredible game. Like, if you if you just watch it, dude, you'll see. And Liverpool is trying to get that center back from Schalke, too. So, <laughs> we might get him for a, a percentage off. Who knows? True. I mean,
1: <laughs> dude, I think Byron, I mean – like, who do you think can compete against Bayern in European football?
0: Oh do, Well, I'd like to think Liverpool can. Last season's Liverpool, absolutely. This season's Liverpool, dude? Dude, Patrick, everything changed in the past 24 hours. I'm telling you. In my mindset. I don't know. Dude, the, have you seen Thiago play? I mean, he, no, he's
1: world-class player. Amazing. World-class player, but... I I think right now as a mentality it's all about mentality that's, that's I think true I think Bayern is fucking still bloodthirsty
0: yeah yeah dude I just I truly I I truly do think that Liverpool will get there this season I think dude it's not just him either it's not just Thiago we brought in the boy, dude. We also brought in Diogo Jota, okay, who came out of left field. Literally no no Liverpool fan. If you searched welcome to Liverpool, Diogo Jota, yesterday, nothing would have come up because there was no talk. But all of a sudden, dude, he creeped into our hearts, creeped into our little red hearts, and I think he he's going to put some pressure on that front three, dude. And the front three's had no pressure the past, like, couple seasons. I think the last person that put pressure on that front three is Danny Ings, who is at Southampton now. So, it's been, like, three or three or four seasons. So, him coming in, especially, like, a 40-something million signing, like, he's going to want want some minutes too. But whose minutes are he's gonna, is he going to take? Because he can play in any of those positions. So, dude, True. competition, man. Competition's there now. It'd it would be interesting. Like, I think it'd be different.
1: I think Bayern is going to be. I think they're going to be dominant again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that it's going to come down to how you know. I think PSG has a setback, but who knows? I especially now, dude. Yeah,
0: I don't give a fuck, uh, dude. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't blame them yeah. either, dude. I would. I would, yeah. I would blame. dude. If I was Neymar, dude like, Champions League is it, dude. Champions League is the one, and you got so close. You got so close, and, like, it's not even in the radar anymore. Like, Champions League is, like, later on in the season, dude. What is he playing for? He doesn't care about the, what is it, League One, dude. He doesn't care about that, bro. There's no way. He has fucking birthdays to celebrate. Like, he's gonna fake injuries. Like, dude, let him go. He'll come back when Champions League is back, dude, but, like, I yeah, I don't know. PSG's a lost cause in my mind. <laughs> That's but, all. I'm I just don't I I just don't think that any club like that that doesn't really have any competition like it's just not worth it, you know. I don't know. But you know, maybe it is mentality. So <laughs> <laughs> all mentality. It's all mentality. So, who knows? All right, dude. I think um I'm going to stop the recording at least. Dude. It was a good it was a good pod.